Today's year is Lezeichen Nishmas, Rav Oizer, Ben Rav Tzvi, and Tzipay Rabbas, Rav Morach Eliyahu, the Neshamas should have an Aliyah. Today's topic is dreams in Allah. What status, if any, do we give to them in Allah? So, seemingly there is a steer in Chazal about the status of dreams. The Gemara in Brachis and Afnun Hay has a whole arichos explaining dreams, and if I see something, what does it mean? The Gemara over there has a whole long arichos interpreting dreams, meaning that the Gemara gives them a certain status, that they give us insight into what's going to happen to that person. Whereas the Gemara in Sanhedrin and Aflamid records that if, let's say you have a Yerush and he has a dream, there is a Yerusha buried somewhere under a tree, and there's a lot of money there, but the money is Master Shane. And the next morning he goes and he digs up and he finds the money. The Gemara says he can keep the money and he doesn't have to give it to Master Shane because dreams mean nothing. So seemingly we have a very big contradiction. We have the Gemara in Prochus that tells me that dreams have a status enough that they can tell us inside in that person's life. And when I said it's an iron chest, and there's a third Gemara in the Dharma and Avchas. It seems very much like the Gemara that there's a status to dreams. Gemara there records that if somebody has a dream and in the dream he was put in Nidoi, he's put in Cherem, he should be noyig like he is in Cherem. He should follow all the halachas that applies to one Cherem. And then he should go and have ten people take him out of Cherem. Meaning, in the same halacha as Paskin and meaning that there's a status given to dreams in halacha. Contrary to the Gemara and Sanhedrin, which clearly says that there is no status given to them. So how do we understand this? So besides the steer in the Gemara, we seemingly have a steer in Shulchan Aruch, because the Shulchan Aruch passed in the Gemara in the Dorim, that if one had a dream that he was put in Nidui, he should be have people take him out of Nidui. But there's a Mechoikas in the Shulchan Aruch, if one makes a net, has a dream where he made a nether in it, if he has to go ahead of him after a nether, there's a Mechoikas, there are two days in Shulchan Aruch. So seeking on the one hand we pass in that there is no status to dreams, and on the other hand we pass in that there is a status to dreams. So what's going on? So besides the steer in the, in, in the Gemara, and seemingly there's a steer in Shulchan Aruch, there's, a, there's a also Machloikas in the Rishonim. There is a fish that basically, that there's a big shadow in the Rishonim, what together the fish is. This fish would lose its scales when it came out of the water. So was it kosher or not? Herring has the same status. It might have been herring, I'm not certain. Rabbeinu Ephraim held that it was mutter until the Mutazis quotes that he had a dream that where he they fed him shkatsin, they fed him tray things, and he took it as a sin that he was wrong, that it was Osir, and he retracted from his opinion. So the Noid Behuda in one of his shuvas says, Chas Shalom to say that it's because he, of his dream that he retracted. Rather, he was just knowing this for himself, his own chumrah. He took a bana chumrah for himself. The, uh, but it doesn't mean to say that we pass him like dreams. The because the Gemara in Hadim clearly says, Loi ma'ilim, loi ma'ridim. Whereas other argues with the, uh, other achronim argue with the Nadi and understand Pshat in Rabbi Ephraim that he switched his opinion because of the dream. And he didn't just retract it from, he just didn't just know for himself. He retracted his opinion completely. 
we find a similar thing by the Arzurua, that the Arzurua writes himself that he named his Sefer Arzurua because once he had a Shiloh in writing a get, that there was the husband's name was Akiva, and he wasn't sure how to spell Akiva with an Aleph or with a He. And that night he had a dream, and the dream said, Arzurua Latzadik, Uliyishre Leiv Simcha. And if you look at the last letters of every word, it spells out Akiva with a He. Zerua, the last letter is Ayin. Tzadik, the last letter is Kuf. Yishrei, Lishrei, the last letter is Yud. Vez, Lev is Vez. Simcha is He. So you saw that you should spell Akiva with a He. So we see that we are paskining, but after a dream. Seemingly, we also have a, a case, there's a story with Chassam Seifer that when Rav Mordechai Benzin, the chief rabbi of Nicholsburg, passed away, Big Goin, a Goin Adir, the titles, the things that people write about him are unbelievable. So he was the Rav Nicholsburg, but he passed away in Liechtenstadt. And the people of Liechtenstadt buried the big tzaddik by them. And the people of Nicholsburg said it would only be appropriate that he should be buried with us. We're history, they wanted to inter the grave of Maram Bennett. And so the Shiloh went in front of some cipher. And at first, the Chumseifer said he doesn't know what to say, he doesn't have anything to say. And because of that, automatically, the grave stayed in Liechtenstadt. So, soon after that, though, the Chumseifer changed his mind. And nobody knew why. But Chumseifer's son, Avram Shmuel ben Yamin Seifer, the Ksav Seifer, writes in his biography of his father, that my father switched his mind why? Because a while after giving the psak, meaning basically say that it's a suffix, therefore Sheva Altasa, leave the grave, leave the body in Liechtenstadt, he had a dream where the Maram Bennett came to him and says that I request that you move my grave from Liechtenstadt to Nicholsburg because I'll have more, my, my Yishuv, my, my Neshama will have, be more comfortable in Nicholsburg. Says, and this I had to be, and this I was buried in Liechtenstadt. Don't worry, I had to be there. Why? Because I once was engaged to a girl from Liechtenstadt for six months, then I broke off the engagement. So I've been punished for those six months by having to be buried in Liechtenstadt for six months. But now that those six months are all over, if you can please move my grave back to Nicholsburg. So we see very clearly that the Sefer was passing after a dream, not like the Nebiyoda, similar to the Arizarua, and he, I guess his understanding in Rabbi Ephraim would be that it wasn't just a personal Chumrah, but it was a full retraction from his Shita. So the Tashbet, in one of his Shuvas, tries to answer this, uh, this steer on the Gemaras. He says that every dream is a Suffolk. We treat every dream as a suffix, because sometimes dreams are real, they're minashamayim, they're messages that God is giving us. And sometimes it's just what we thought about the, the day, what interests us during the day, cause, that caused us to dream at night. So therefore we should treat every case as a suffix. And the Gemara in Sanhedrin is a din mominus and a moitz mechavere lovaraya. Therefore the money stays with them. Where else the Hadarim is an Isser, and an Isser or Machmer, and therefore he's a Nidoy. He's in Nidoi and, and he should be Matur Nadir. But this still wouldn't explain the Chsam Seifer. Because the Chsam Seifer, there's an Isser to turn a body. There's an Isser to take a body out of the grave and rebury it. Yet still the Chsam Seifer went ahead and took the body out. So what is going on? 
he's not following the Taj Bitsishita. So what would the well how the say from the Sahnit? So the Nadibu the son gives a different answer. He says that what? That it's not a suffix, it's Raiv. That that their Raiv dreams are false. And that meal dreams are true. Therefore, by mumminess, we don't go bust Rive is even if the Raiv was against me. I still wouldn't follow it. So Raiv is not accountable, and I stay with the Muxuk. And by Isurim, I go past the Raiv, and therefore, by Amos Isur's matter, I, the Gemara Nadorim, tells me to be choshish for Isurim, that I should be in Nidoi. He says, no, it's a Sakana. Nidoi is a Sakana, therefore, for a Sakana, we're Machmer. And if you that, maybe you can understand why there's a Machlaikis in, in Shochanorach, by being Matzer Nadir, what the Gedavar Nadir is, of not being Matzer Nadir, is it a Sakana or not? You can try to understand the Shulchan in the Shulchan Aruch like that. And the nafkamina between these two shittas is, let's say somebody has a dream that the meat in his freezer is not kosher. According to the Tashbets, it would be treif and you would not be able to eat it because it's a suffix and suffix, we go baser, we go l'isr, by surah we pass him like the suffix and we're aser. We're all, according to the son of the night Yehoda, it's roiv, and it'll be completely mutter. That's an afkamina too. But now, what's the chesam sefer going to do? The chesam sefer doesn't really fit it with either of these opinions. So let's just add one point, and then maybe that'll answer it. Maybe this that the Tajbet says that it's a suffix, and this that the Yehuda says it's roiv false dreams, is only when we're talking about the average person. But when we're talking about a tzaddik that has a dream, maybe that's we, maybe we can assume that the tzaddik stream has extreme value. Like we find by Shleima and Yosef and even Pare, but we find that these people and that are brought down in Torah, their dreams matter. So maybe there wouldn't be so much of a suffix and the Raiv wouldn't apply when we're speaking about a tzaddik or a person of higher standing. And therefore, the Chalm Seifer's dream would be halachically valuable.